Okay. Bezrat Hashem. We're holding on Lamed. Lamed Vav Amud Bet. No, we're really in. Lamed Vav today, right? Okay. So we'll start again. <laughs> we'll start again on Lamed Hey Amud Bet. There should be more books. There's that big one there. Has it. Right? Yeah. Hamizbeach, we'll read again. Hamizbeach, Hayah Shiloshim Vishtaim al Shiloshim Vishtaim. The Mizbeach itself is 32 by 32. Allah Amah, the Mizbeach goes up one Amah. The Kanas Amah, yeah, I went back. And it goes in an Amah. Zeh Hayesod. Right, that's the Yesod. So the total, the total, here, the gorgeous picture over here. So this, this base over here, the bottom level, is 32 by 32 at some points, right? From here to here, it's 32, and from here to here, it's 32. Where there's no Yesod, it's like, it's 31, right? But where there's Yesod, it's 32 by 32, right? Allah Then it went in an Amar, and then the next section is highly. The next section is 30 by 30, because you lost an Amar on this side of Amar, that side Amar, that side Amar, that side. Right? You lost two Amot length and two Amot width. Right? Allah Amar Nimset at that point it's Shloshim Al Shloshim. Allah Hamish, it goes up five. So now you're at six tall, right? You're on Amah above the Huta Sikra. Allah Hamish. Allah Hamish. Vinichnas Amah. It goes in an Amah. Zehu Sovev. Right? That's the Sovev. Nimza past the Sovev. It's Kafchet by Kafchet. 28 by 28. Mekom Hakiranot Amah. Then you have the Kiranot on the four corners. That's each one is Amah by Amah. So when you go in past the Kiranot, right? Nimza Kavav or Kavav. So if you measure the square within the Kiranot, you add 26 by 26. Right? So here's your Kiran. If you measure in there, you're 26 by 26. Mekom Hiluch Ragleha Kohanim, Amam So then you have. You have an area for the Kohanim to walk, right? He says that it's was depressed a little bit over there. The place that they have to put the fire, 24 by 24 is the Mekoma Ma'aracha. That's where they could put the fire. Amar Biosi, Rabbi Yossi says, in the first Beit HaMikdash, the uh, the the mizbeach started. The sword was 28 by 28. Right. So we went up from 32. We went up from 32, and altogether you subtracted eight, right? And you got to the top. You were at 24. When you got to the ma'aracha, was 24. So if you're starting the Mizbeach at 28 and you take off 8, the Mekom Ma'arachah is going to be 20 by 20, right? 
כונס ועולה במידה זו עד שנמצא מקום המערכה עשרים על עשרים וכשעלו בני הגולה when the בני הגולה went up הוסיפו they added עליו ארבע אמות מן הצפון וארבע אמות מן המערב they added they added four אמות to the south to the north and four אמות to the west Meaning, they didn't add on the space equally, two amot to each side. They extended it north and west. It's whatever you want. It's still square. It's just when they took the space, they took it this way. It's they, once you, if I have a square that's 28 by 28, I have four amot this way, four amot that way. It's still a square. It's tw- it's 32 by 32, right? But I didn't take the space equally from four sides. I took on two directions. I took an L shape, right? That's what it says. Kimin Gimmin. They added like an L. Shneemar. Ratio-wise. It says the Ha'ariel, which is the fire area, is 12 by 12, right? 12 long by 12 wide, Ravua, squared. Yachol, I might say... One second. Now that Pasuk is in Yechezkel. But you have to assume that they're, they're, they're learning that, that the Pasuk in Yechezkel, which is on the Mikdash HaShelishi, is also going on the Mikdash HaShini. The Rambam has in his introduction that they made they made the Bayit Sheni, some things like the first Bayit, and some things like the Bayit HaShelishi combination. They couldn't, they couldn't get it all right from Yechezkel. No, no, they, they had some sort of a Masoda that only some things they have to take. Right? Yachol, I might say, so maybe the size of the Ma'arakha is 12 by 12. Right? On its four quarters, it's not giving you one measurement of 12 by 12. It's 12 by 12 squared to the four quadrants, let's say. Four quadrants of 12 by 12 means that it's total, each quarter is 12 by 12. Multiply it by four, 12, 12, 12, 12, you have 24 by 24. Now the Mishnah goes back to explaining. There was a red line surrounding it around the middle. And the five ama mark from the floor. To separate between the damim that you put up on the top, the dam of the chatat, and the damim that go on the bottom, which is the rest of the korbanot. The yisod itself only went the north, and the west. So the north is yeah, the bottom. Yeah, the bottom ama. The north is the side near where they did the uh, 
the, the, the slaughtering of the Korbanot, of, of Kodshei Kodashim in the north, and the Ma'arav is facing the Hechal. Ben Olam. Ben Olam Mizbeach. Ve'ochel bedarom ama'ahat. It goes, it makes the curve around the south, one ama, and it makes the curve around the east. So technically, all four sides have have yisod, but not full. And we said that the reason, we said that the reason why, yeah, Mishnayom Mevoar ought to be fine on the bottom. I couldn't find it. What? On the eastern side, you had the ram. No, on the southern side you have the ramp. That's the Panam Mizbeach. On the eastern side is the front. But the reason why it didn't have Yisod because it's not Bechel Koshel Toref. It's not in the portion of Binyamin. Right? Jack. There's one one corner sticking in, no? In the Mizbeach. Zevachim Nundalim. That's in the Darum? Uh, well, hold on. What's not in the Makoma of Binyamin? the eastern part was in Yehuda's portion, and the western part was by Benjamin. The Mizbeach was at the borderline between them. From the Mizbeach to the west, including the Mizbeach, the Ulam and the Hechal, the Kodesh Kodashim, were part of Binyamin. From the Mizbeach to the east, including the 22 Amah of Ezrat Kohanim and Ezrat Yisrael, Ezrat Nashim, and the eastern part of Harabait was in part of Yehuda. But the border wasn't smooth. There was a strip sticking out from Yehuda going into the part of the eastern to the western part. That Ritzuah was an Ama to the east of the Mizbeach. And it ended one Ama from the northeast corner. And on the south of the Mizbeach, it went further. So therefore, this whole area was in Chelek Yehuda, and that's why it didn't get a, what's it called? Okay, let's continue. No Mishnah. In the southwest corner, top of the page. In the southwest corner. So the southwest corner is right by right by the Mizbeach, right by the Ulam, meaning it's the corner of the Mizbeach closest to the Ulam. 
Here you go. Right, here's the Mizbeach, right? Here's the Mizbeach, that's the west, and this is the south. The, 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 the ramp goes down to the south, right? That's the one, right? So this corner, this southwest corner, right? Southwest corner. The southwest corner, Bekeren Ma'aravitirumit Hayushnene Kavim. There were two holes. Shadamim Hanitazim. That the blood. Shadamim Hanitanim Al Yesod Ma'araviv Al Yesod Dirumi. There's some dam that you pour in the Yesod Dirumi, and some you pour in the Yesod Ma'aravi. Right? Yordim Bahem. It goes down there. And it exits umit arvim ba'amad. There's a stream that goes through the Beit Hamikdash. Biyotzim lenachal kedron, and it goes out to nachal kedron. So you have a nice picture over here of the two, the two nostrils. Kimin chotamin, like nostrils, right? That's the west one. That's where the blood that you you pour the blood that came out of the kod of the kodesh, right? On Yom Kippur, the blood goes down that one. Because that's what you come out to. You see that western one, and when you come down from the from the ramp, right, and you come down, so you put it on the Yisod Derumi. You put it on the on the on the southern one. No, no, this west and south. No. Yeah, uh, it's eastern from the other one also, but we, we it's 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 the yisod that's on the south wall, right? So we call it yisod uh, yisod derumi, and the other one is the yisod that's on the west. So we call it yisod ma'aravi. Enachinami, the one that's on the east wall is the one that's on the south wall is more east than the one on the west wall, but that's not its name because it's named based on. The wall of the Mizbeach it's on. Good. Look in the Rosh. Hayushne Nekavim. Betoch Hayesod. Adaritzpa. To the floor. Shadamim Anitanim. Al Yesod Amaravi. Hem Shiere Damim Aprimim. That's the leftover intern ones that you do in the in the in the Hechal. That's the leftover damim from the outside. Through those holes, they go on the floor. It went to the stream. There was a lot more blood than water. It becomes fertilizer. On the floor at that corner, there was an ama by an ama. One square. There's a marble square. With a ring. So you could pull out the marble square. They go down to the sheeting. Right? There was a machloket we mentioned about the shittim. The shittim are where they pour the nisucha yayin and the nisucha mayim. So the shittim themselves are on the top of the mizbeach on that corner. Let's see if we get a good picture. 
The point is, you have to show a picture of the sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbi holds it is a shalhevet. That's the mamashut shel isur, and that mamashut is going into the bath. Hachamim holds even if you have a shalhevet, the mamashut of the isur is not going into the bath. But everybody agrees. So in, in, in Tamid, we had a machloket, whether the shittim, some hold that the shittim go down to the tehom. Right, David HaMelech, the Gemara and Shukar says, when David dug the shittim, right, the tehom was always, mashman, the shittim goes into the tehom. There's another opinion that says that the shittim, there was just a cavity on the bottom, and that's this opinion, right? That there was a cavity on the bottom that all the dam would congeal in, and then they would take it out. We saw it in Tamid, and every 70 years they would go down, right? They would go down and clean out the, the wine. Look in the Rosh. The Tana of Midot doesn't believe the Shittim Yordim Ada Tehom, that the Shittim go down to the Tehom. Continue in the Mishnah. The ramp is on the southern side of the Mizbeach. Lamid Bet, it's 32 amot long. Arrochav Tetzain, by 16 amot wide. Verebuba. Look in the Rosh. Kevesh Ayabit Romosh Mizbeach. Shi'alu Alav La Mizbeach. Dichtiv El Peneha Mizbeach. Umakom Shi'alu Alav. The side they went up on. The thigh of the Mizbeach is on the north. If the thigh is on the north, then the face is on the south. Now, back in the Mishnah. There was like a, uh, a space on the west side of the Kevish. That's where they put a chatata off that came pasu. The ribuba is like a uh, a window that they called ribuba. Look in the rosh. The ribuba hayta b'ma'aravosh al kevish. Pirush halon hayah b'ma'aravosh al kevish. The ribuba hayta nikret. They called it ribuba. If they messed up on the hatata off that they did on that corner, that it should go out, it should become pasul belina, it became pasul tuma. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish amar pasul aguf. That's why they put it convenient to throw the stuff down there. The ramp and the Mizbeach 
have the same deen, like we mentioned before, that we say the Kevish has the full deen of the Mizbeah. Mibika'at bet kerim. They would get them from this place called Bika'at bet kerim. Bechofrim lemata mibitula. They dug down to deeper than virgin ground. And they brought from there whole stones. That no iron ever touched. Iron is posel stones from the Mizbeach by touching it. Right? And a pigima is posel even not from iron. So look in the in the mifayim. Look in the in the in the rosh. Bibikad beta kerim shemakom sheneemar veal beta kerim siumasot omotziim sham avanim halakod. They had smooth stones there. Vechofrim bekardomot etz with wooden shovels. Whatever. Mena betula karka betula diodea yadua. You know shelo hayaba barzel. They didn't put any iron there. Shabarzel posel ben gia dechtiv lo tanif alayim barzel upegima bechol davar. And if there's a chip, af below barzel, the avanim shelemot keti says the stones have to be hold. Ubebekima tam isbeach kama. How how little of a pegima kedesh etahgor batziporin enough that you if you well putting your finger on it, your fingernail it will get caught. The same as a shechita knife. Only the stones. The plaster that they put on them is Today they can do it with water or laser. Wow. But with water they can cut it perfectly. I don't know if they cut the stones on the Mizbeach. They didn't cut anything. No, from the source. They took whole stones. You need whole stones. Uh, but it's a piece of a huge thing. No, it's not. They it's found whole stones. It's a miracle there. No, no, no. They, were, they, didn't, they didn't build it out of stones that were square. They took round stones, they put them in a, in a, in a mold, and then they put plaster. So it's a plaster rock mix. Right? If one of the stones in the Mizbeach got a pigima, he pesula, that stone is pasul, the kulam kesher, or the rest of the Says the Rosh, he pesula, umesalekinota, we take it out, umanichim acher bimkoma. Ve <laughs> And they they smooth it, right? They plaster it twice a year. one time, and one on the mizbeach. 
Vehaichal, and they place the Hechal Pamahat once a year be Pesach. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Kol Erev Shabbat Melabinimota Bamapa. Every Friday they rubbed it down with the cloth, Mepene Adamim. They wouldn't plaster it with a iron trowel. Maybe he'll touch a stone and make it pasul. And the reason is, iron shortens a person's life. The Mizbeach was created to lengthen a person's life. It's not proper. That you put the shortener on the one that it kills people. Yeah. Swords. Plaster is made of burnt stones. Killing. Yes. So it's like cement, something like uh, similar. Melabnim ota pa'amay mishana the rosh. Shesadin oto besid. Ve'em tomar hakamosif abinyan. And it says hakobichtav. Ve'en lomar don't say b'davar mu'at kazel lomikre mosif. So we can't even put make kisui adam. He says the mizbeach can become bigger till shishim. We pickled seed. Hmm? Okay. Next. The rings that they use for shechita, right? What to the north of the mizbeach? Vav sidarim, six rows, sheldalid dalid. Of four each, which is twenty-four. The Yesh Omrim and some say, Dalid, four rows, Shalvavav, of six rings. Sha'alehem Shohatim et Kadashim. In those rings they would slaughter the Kadashim. And over here they have two explanations for how it worked. Either it's a half it's a half half circle that they would clip down, or it was a, also a half circle, three quarters of a circle that you could turn around into its socket. Then the Mishnah continues. Beta mitbahaim, the butchering area, Hayalitz Ponoshal Mizbeach was also to the north of the Mizbeach. Ve'alav Chet Amudim Nanasim. So there were four short pillars, Verevaim Shal Erez Al Gabehim, with squares of cedar wood on top of them. The Unkiliot Shal Barzel, and they had iron hooks. Kivuim Bahim that was set up on those squares. The Gimel Sidarim Lekolechad. And each one had three rows of hooks. Lekolechad Vechad. Shibahim Tolim Umafshitim. You could hang and skin the animals there. Al Shulhanot Shoshai Shibena Amudim. On the marble tables that are between the pillars. The Rosh says. Says he already explained it. Okay. 
We had it in Tamim. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, let's see in the picture. Go back to our picture here. So here's the, here's, he has one, two, three, four, four rows of six, right? Thirty-four. What's thirty-four? The tables. Shaysh. Yeah. And thirty-five is the nanasim. Worked with the tables to hang the hang the what's it called? Hang the nanasim. They strip. They strip. They strip the animals. These are where they hang the animals. Hey, give me that. These are the pillar. No, in Yoma we don't have that. No. There's no hanging, uh, there's just rings on the floor over there. You hang up the animal by the hook, by the leg. Yeah, one leg. Here. Over here, you see? In Cuba. He got the pillars over there. This is his picture. You see it? Here's your pillar with the square on top and the tables next to it. In Cuba. And can the I tables see, can for I what, Rabbi? The bottom was the stone floor? and the top for was wood. For butchering, I don't right. know. Huh? The Same bottom way. was stone, the top right. was wood. Correct. Right. So this is where? Where? These are the eight things. The eight no, things. these are the tables. No, the tables are next to them. No? Which are the tables? Right? Those are the tables. Right? This is where they hang it? Yeah, it's, it's a little low, right? There's different, yeah, no, no, there's different pictures yeah. and different artists. Yeah. This guy is not so accurate. His pictures are nice, but his... Uh, <coughs> Not always so accurate. And it's it's the where they hang it is wood, right? Yes. So this looks like shayish. It's, it's I told you the picture. Right, right. Don't don't get too intensely in the picture. It's just to give you a general we'll picture. Move afterward, then we should do the VR tomorrow. The VR. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. Hakior. Vav, Hakior, Hakior, Haya Ben Aulam Velam is The Kior, the Kior was between the Ulam and the Mizbeah. So we're on the west side of the Mizbeah. Umashuk Klapea Darom. But it's not directly in between them, it's pulled out towards the south. Aha. Uh-huh. Here, Yossi's got a nice picture. Oh, real one, no? That works. Nothing is real, Jack. No, that's not the kior. That's the amudim nanasi. No, I see water coming at it. What is it? No, that's the animal. That's a stone, Rabbi. It looks stone. The bottom is stone. The top is wood. Just because you can't tell the finer brush strokes of this artist. Oh, that's an animal. That's wood. That's right. That's why it has the molding on the top. Would nice would work. Okay. okay. It's 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 pulled out to the south. So it, here here you have a picture again of the his Oscar's picture. Right, that works. Okay. Nice. That's from Tamid, Maseche Tamid in the old days, like all, all of last week. Um, here, so the kior is thirty-two, right? It's Bena Ulam Velam is Beach, but it's Mashukla Darom. It's pulled to the south. It's close to the Kodesh Kodeshim. No, the Kodesh Kodeshim is here, Habibi. Back in the blue. No, it's not it's not this way. It's 
here. Right, so, so it's closed. It's it between the ulam between and the mizbeach. Okay, kodesh, let's say. Right, okay. Now, see these steps? That's the next, the next, uh, the next activity. To wash the hands, hands and feet before they did korbanot. It says openly in the pasuk. Right, right. Paul says if he was designing that kitchen, that kitchen's no good. So when they came to Mizbeah, that's exactly. When Paul goes up to Shemaim after a long life, that's his first question. There's a lot of downtime in those kinds of movies. Give me the plan of Mizbeah. I want to read. I think they wanted to get clean. They didn't want it to get bloody. The key or let's see. Yeah, but they had to keep filling it with water all day. There was a thing right over there. It shows in the thing. Stays in the Here. That's between the is the front of the Okay. There's 22 Amot. There's 12 steps there, and it's going to take up the whole thing. Watch. There's 12 steps. The height of a step is Chatsi Ama. Vishilha and its recess, it goes back. What do they call that in technical terms? With, with. I don't know, there's a technical term. How, the, the depth of the step. Now the rise is, is how it goes up. The room is half an Ama. But so we said we said before in the beginning that all the steps in the Mizbe, in the in the Beit Hamikdash, right, were half ama by half ama, right, half and half and half, except for the ones of the ulam. So the ones the ones in the ulam, the ones in the ulam, they went up. What? The tread. The tread, right? So the the also in the parsha, right? No, no, I checked. So the rise is a half an amah, and the tread, amah. So they did like this. It went up one amah and another amah. So two amot is how much? How many steps? Four. Four steps, thank you. So how far did it go back at that point? Uh, for four, four steps, four, four, four amot. You're ready back for amot. Veroved gimel ama. And then they had a landing of four amot. Wow. So how far back are we? Three amot. Three amot. Rovet gimel. Seven. You added seven. seven All together seven. Four plus three is seven. Ama ama. Right. Veroved gimel. Ama ama. Another two amot. So I went back another. Went up. Went back another four. Veroved gimel. And a landing of three, so it's another seven. I'm at fourteen. Vehaeliona, the top one, ama ama, four steps, which is another four, right? Verove dalid, and a landing of four. So I have three steps, three sets of four steps. Ama ama, 
The first two amamas, I have a landing of three, and the last one I have a landing of four. So for, I have seven, 14, and then eight is 22 amot. So I took up the whole thing with the steps. Hence, look at our look at our picture. Who asked you to walk there? Right? Here's your here's your what's it called? You have four steps and three. Four steps and three. Four steps and four. Right? And the, the area between is the same height of the last step. Do you have any insights on the? Yeah. Uh, okay. Lighting, lighting underneath the Just lighting no question. Okay. There is no night. Uh, no, you're watchman. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's not accurate. That's not accurate. Again, I told you, this guy is not accurate. But here's, here's the Mukhni. Here's the Mukhni for the Kiyot. Uh, right. This is the area where they would be able to stand. They sang in the Zanashim. The Klun Sal, maybe I don't know. Rabbi Yudaume, Rabbi Yudaume says, Ha'el Yona, Ama Ama Verovet Hey. The top one had a five five ama step, and he must have stolen one ama from the other from the other landing. Pitchoshel Ulam. The opening of the ulam, it's a mistake. It should be govho arba'im is 40 tall, verochbo esrim, and it's 20 wide. And no petach. No door. No door. No door. Oh, here you see. Here's the uh, steps, right? Four and three, four and three, and then four and four. How's it 40 high? We said all the hechalim are 20. Yeah. Except for petchoshel ulam, right? They had five beams of mila as a type of wood on top of the hechal. The bottom one. So instead of being 20 wide, it's 22. Right? The one on top, the second one. Right? 24. The top one. Sheloshim Ama was 30 amot long. The Nidbach Shel Avanim, there was a, a pile of stones, Haya Ben Kol Echad Ve'echad, between each and every one. The way there. It's a little strange, they make the Amodim from wood. They would do it from stone or from marble in a place like that. Yeah, so you see, here's a, uh, here's a, uh, a diagram of it. And over here they say that from the slide that they, the, the top one stuck out further. I don't know what they're basing it on. What's that a picture the Rambam writes in Pirusha Mishnah, each one stuck out a little bit further. Going out, like this. So it was some sort of a, uh, like a, a something sticking out, covering. 
So the bottom one stuck out an amah. The one, each one, as you went up, it stuck out another amah. Okay. The klun saot shel even hayu kevuim mikotlo shel echal lekotlo shel ulam kedei shelo yivat. So between between the ulam and the hechal, by the opening of the ulam and the hechal, those walls, they had wooden, uh, they had the stone beams supporting the wall so that it didn't, didn't cave. And stone beams on what they would... I'm not sure. Says the the walls of the ulam outside were 85 amot. Inside from the from the from the floor it was like 85 amot. So they put these. He says, he says they were not stone. Oh, they changed it to eres. They changed it to wood. Uh, because how you keep it down is wood, up is stone. It's, it doesn't work. It can't stand on the wood. Actually, it can. The old city is all staying on wood, put hundreds of years ago. You know, the old city, the Arabs, where the Arabs live. You go down, it's all on wood, amudim. The whole city is on wood. Very strange. Yeah, it is. If you go down, the whole base. No, it's the whole base. They, they, they elevated it with wood. The klun zaot shel even or shel etz. Hundreds years of old. Shel etz haya hayu kevuim ikotlo shel echal lekotlo shel ulam. Kedesh shelo yivat. Veshorshot shel zahav. Veshorshot shel zahav. There were there were gold chains. Hayu kevuim betekrot haulam. So there were golden chains hanging down from the ceiling. For what purpose? Ready, Yossi? You're too old for this already. Shebahem perche kehuna, the young Kohanim, Olim would climb up. Veroim eta atarot. They would see the crowns. If you look in the Zion, in the Masore Tashas, up here. Katvu tosvot gitin Zion. Tibura matchil atarot v'shema geonim pirush ke'en kipot muzhavot gilded domes she'osim b'chalonot that they made in the windows. Sheneemar v'ha'atarot tiye lechelim u'letuvia u'leyedaya u'lehen ben tsefanya lezicharon be'echal Hashem. So it seems like those were windows that they had there. And they would, I, the, the assumption is that they went up there to make sure that they were, um, yeah. The crowns that you put on someone's head. It says, 
ועשית עטרות, ושמת בראש יהושע בן יהוי הצדק, הכהן הגדול. This is no, it's not, doesn't mean that. So the Samta Berosh is a separate thing, and it means Yoshua became the Kohen Gadol. And the windows had these had these domes. Others say that at one point they put the crown on Yoshua's head, and then they hung them in the window as a remembrance for those that dedicated them. Rabbeinu Shmaya says that they climb to enjoy seeing the crowns. It's like an activity. And the Rosh says, well, you're not allowed to enjoy these things. Okay. Next. Right. Let's go climb the golden chains to the top of the Ulam to see to see the crowns. No, it's a hundred Amotai. Um, the gefen shel zahav. There was a golden grapevine. Haita omedet al petchos lechal was standing in the entranceway of the echal. Umudle al gabe klunzaot. It was draped on top of the pillars. Kol mishu mitnadev. Whoever wants to give ale, a leaf, or gargir, or a grape, or eshkol, or a cluster, mevivet olebo. You bring it and you hang it there. Now. If I'm a Yisrael, I'm not even allowed into Israel Kohanim. So you're going to tell me that in order to give a donation, I'd have to, to put it there. So it sounds like. Amar Abiliezer Berbitzadok, Maaseh There was a story. Venimnu alav shelosh meot Kohanim lefanota. They needed 300 Kohanim to clear it out, and we said that that was a guzma. Well, the ulam we said was. He says. Says you bring it to the Beit Hamikdash. It's very says, and a kohen would hang it for you. How else? Because you're not allowed it. Of course. Okay. It doesn't sound like that from the Mishnah. The ulam. In the Mishnah, it sounds like anyone could go and do it. Entrance to the ulam is the oraita for Zach. I don't know. Maybe there was a back door. Petchosh lechal, the height of the hechal, the door of the hechal. Govho esrim ama. The height was 20 amot. Verochbo eser. And it's 10 wide. The arba delato tayulo. It had four doors. Because the thickness of the wall is six amot. So they had two sets of doors. One on the outside thickness and one on the inside of the thickness. Shtayim b'fnim v'shtayim b'chut. Shnei emar. Shtayim delatot. Lehechal v'lakodesh. Lehechal on the outside and the kodesh on the inside. Hachitzonot niftachot l'ktoch ha-petach lechasot of yoshel kotel. So the inner ones opened in, right, to cover the wall. So there's a there's a post in the outside, and it covers that wall. So when it's open, you don't see the wall of the echal. How's that fit? If it's five five and the and, and the inner ones opened in the in the Beit Hamikdash inside the Hechal, and it covered the wall over there. And he says Shekol, right? The whole width is twenty, so you have an extra five over there and five over there. It covers the wall. 
שכל שכל הבית תוח בזהב. The whole hechal was covered with gold. חוץ מאחר הדלתות, except for behind the doors, because the doors covered it. רבי יהודה אומר, בתוך הפתח היו עומדות. All the doors, they folded into the doorway. כמין it's tamariti, it's... Tramita. They were like an it's tramita, which is folding doors. ונקפלות לאחוריהם. אלו שני אמותו מחצה ואלו שני אמותו מחצה. Right? So each one is two and a half. Right? וחצי אמה, אלו שתי says, so the mezuzah was a half, instead of being one amah mezuzah on the outside, it's in half an amah and a half amah, each one, right? Shneemaru shtayim delatot, ledelatot, ladelatot, shetayim musabot, delatot shtayim ledelat echad, shtayim delatot laacheret. He understands the pasuk to be referring to folding doors. Vishne pishpishim, Hayulo Lesha Gadol. There were two small openings to the main opening. That was to the entrance of the Hechal, no? Yeah. Right? Echad Bitzafon Vechad Bidarom. One to the north and one to the south. Shibidarom, the southern one, Lonichnas Boadame Olam, nobody ever went in, but Allahu Mifurash Al Yedeh. יחזקאל שנאמר ויאמר השם אלי, השער הזה יהיה סגור, השער הזה סגור יהיה לא ייפתח, ואיש לא יבוא בו, כי אדוני אלוהי ישראל בא אבו, והיה סגור. And again, you see that even in the second bit of Mekdash, they used the, the information supplied by Yechizkel for the third. Right? Natal et ha-mafteach, he took the key, u-patach et ha-pishpesh, he opened the pishpesh, v'nechnas lata, and he went into the, there's like rooms in the wall, rooms in the walls, nechnas lata, u-mehatal la-hechal, from the tie he goes into the hechal, and then he went in from the hechal and he opened the two doors from the back. Right, the biudaum er, v'ta, v'toch ov yoshol kotel haya mehalech, עד שנמצא עומד בין שני השערים, הוא פתח את החיצונו מבפנים ואת הפנימו מבחוץ. רבי יהודה says no, he walked in the wall, he got straight into the space between the doors, and the locks were one on the, one, one from the inside, one from the outside. Right. ברוך אדוני לעולם, אמן ואמן.